Well, it's Monday slate 10 games. It's Tony, it's Jason, Wind Daily Sports, where you find us. Make sure you're following us on all social formats, even TikTok. We got some things going on there. And make sure you're subscribing to this channel right here. But, Jason, coming off the weekend, a lot of interesting things happened. We got some very interesting lineups, uh, positions. We got some pitching value. But right off the bat, ace of the slate, where are we going in this 10-game slate? Look, man, this one should be easy but Garrett Cole's been you know inconsistent at times but he is going to be the ace of the slate here on FanDuel he's the top guy to pay up for the most consistent with a nice matchup against Baltimore they've been playing a little bit better in Baltimore um they stifled Cole a little bit in his last start but he still got you enough points to be in a good spot to cash 22.2 on DraftKings seven innings six hits two earned runs only five K's which was surprising against Baltimore, but I think he is the best pitcher of the slate. 10-5 on DraftKings. He's the guy to go to. Then we got your guy. I'll let you talk my about guy. your guy, who used to be my guy for the Mets, but now he's on the Phillies. Wheeler, in contention, potentially, to, to rival Cole. I got Cole. Where are you at, though, with Wheeler? I like Wheeler a lot. I mean, obviously, we just got done doing a serious show. They were the reason why the Phillies were my pick to win that game because of Wheeler. He's been dominant. And once he th here's the thing. When he came back, the biggest thing was how is the shoulder? Will his velocity hang up his first two games? Kind of subpar. But last three games, two specifically, 100 and 101 pitches. He's right at that point. So I expect him to go out there and dominate against a team. We've talked about this in Atlanta that still hasn't found that spark when it comes to the lineup. Yeah, I think there's a possibility on DraftKings to get both these guys in your lineup in cash and potentially even for GPPs as well. There's going to be value. There's going to be some $2,000 catchers or middle infielders or outfielders that we can go to 2500 depending on who we want to stack. I do think you can go with Cole and Wheeler together. Because this mid-range is a little bit dicey. Like, I really don't want to go Mikulis or Tyler Anderson. I will take Wheeler. I would take Cole over both of them. They're not out of my player pool by any means. Like, if I'm building 150 lineups, I'm keeping them in there 10%, 12%, somewhere in that range. But I will get to Cole and Wheeler where I can. Underneath that on DraftKings, Hauser, Martinez, no thank you. Garcia, Berrios, and Peterson. All interesting, 8,700, 8,500, 8,300. These are guys, again, in my player pool, if I love my lineup, if I love my lineup and I go Cole or, Cole or Peterson together or, you know, if you want to go Wheeler and Berrios and it works, take a shot in your GPPs and go that route. But I've been finding some luck or some skill, whatever you want to call it, in this 5K range, 6K range. It is ugly, though. It is super ugly. I don't even see the K upside that you'd want to get in this spot, which, you know, like a guy like we went to Wade Miley or even Jordan Lyles in this spot a couple weeks back in a, in a softer matchup than the Yankees. I do think Gonzalez, Granke, and Jordan Lyles are in a spot. Lyles, 5,800. He's the one that's going to take the most courage because he's going against the Yankees, but he's got the highest upside. Look, he went against the Yankees last week. Eight Ks, two earned runs. 24.8, almost got the win, too. Um, he got the loss 2-3, to three. Um, but Lyles has the most upside here. 5,800, even if he has a bad game, the Yankees got shut out, you know, against the White, guy, White Sox. They didn't look good in this series. They get cold. 
They get hot. They get cold. Right now, they're cold. They got some strikeout potential. You know, Stanton can strike out three times alone. Um, Judge as well. Strikeouts there. Donaldson, strikeouts there. So, look, it's going to be a lot of righties in this lineup. So, I think Lyles is in play for sure, 5,800. The safest one for 12 to 15, and it pains me to say it, might be Marco Gonzalez. But you got Granky as one of your favorite fantasy values. So talk about Granky at 4,800. Yes, 4,800 for a starting pitcher. Talk about Granky, Tone. Yeah, I got to talk about Granky because, you know, I got to go one up on Jason's Wade Miley of last week. And we just got done talking about this earlier tonight. And again, we're not talking about a guy who's going to hold down your lineup. But when you can get 12 to 15, possibly, I'm saying 20, you can possibly get from Zach Grinke at 4,800. He's going back to the roots, Arizona. He's playing for Kansas City right now. He's 38 years old. He just had throw the, the um, uh, Colorado lineup out of there, right? Because everybody struggles in, Carol, uh, in, in Colorado. Besides that, he's averaging 95-plus. He's averaging five-plus. Right? Everything this guy does, he's only given up two earned runs in two of his last three starts. And he's going five-plus innings. So you're going to get a guy who's, I'm going to one-up the 5Ks, and we talked about this, we'll talk about the prop markets tomorrow, but 5Ks, I think he's going to give you six innings, and I think he's going to get the win. So you could possibly get 4,800 for a guy who's going to give you 20 DK. But on the flip side, Jason Gaskin, who's the guy that we're going to attack with these lineups? Yeah, look, man, we got a guy who's facing one of the hottest lineups right now in Rodriguez, pitching for Detroit, Elvin Rodriguez. Look, he's only pitched. 2.2 innings this year. So it's not going to be a guy that's going to be lasting long here. If he goes two innings again, maybe three innings if they're lucky. They're going against Minnesota. And Minnesota has been putting the bats in the ball. They got some big bats and bucks in. We got to make sure that he is starting. But guys like Correa, and there's a lot of value in this lineup. Look, my favorite guy in this lineup, and my favorite guy to always go to him for value on FanDuel or DraftKings, especially when he's hitting at the top of the lineup, this guy never lets me down. There's like certain players that I play that screw me no matter how hot they are. Um, but Luis Ariz, this guy always holds up for me. He's cheap, 3600 on DraftKings, cheaper on Fandle, hitting 327. He's probably going to be at the top of the lineup. The Minnesota Twins are in a spot. Look, they scored seven on Sunday, nine the day before, six the day before, 14 the day before. They're putting up runs in bunches, and that's what you want out of your stack. And they're cheap. Like, I built a lineup right now with Garrett Cole and Wheeler and five twins. And I got 2,900 left over for my catcher, my shortstop, and my outfitter. Like I said on Sirius, if you get a catcher at 2K and you slide him in there, then you can see, you know, you can easily build a lineup here with 3,300 left, you know, on the rest of the lineup. And there's always 2K, 2,500, 2,900. You know, outfielders out there, and there's cheap shortstops out there as well. And if Buxton doesn't start, I built that lineup with Buxton in it. If Buxton's out, it's even easier to build because you got guys like Ursula, Ariz, Kepler, all under 3,600 on DraftKings, 3,600, 3,400, 3,100. Three guys that are super cheap in one of the best lineups going against one of the worst pitchers. That's my favorite spot as of right now. But Tone, there are other spots. Who are you targeting for your stacks? Well, here's what I'm going to say first. I, I'm going to keep on the Minnesota thing uh, before we move on because 
I completely agree with you. And everybody knows I always have my FFVPs that are below that 3,000 mark. And I'm going to go right off of that Twins lineup and go with Trevor Larnick. And the reason why I'm going to go with Trevor Larnick, again, is he gets activated from the 10-day DL, comes in, he's zero, right? 0 for 5, that's okay. But before he went on the DL, he was consistently above the cash mark at 7 and 12 at 8, 9, and 8. So I like him tomorrow as long as he plays because of that specifically. Now, when we talk about stacks, who is the seek, you know, the sneaky stack here? Who could be that sneaky play? And I don't know, man. Like, you know, you look at the Houston Astros who've been really, really good as of late, and they're really starting to hit their stride. You know, you have Alvarez, you have Altuve. These guys, even at the lower tier guys at McCormick, at the catcher position at Maldonado, you have uh, Brantley, who's just a pure hitter. I really like Houston tomorrow. I think that you can get a lot of value after Altuve at 5,500 and Alvarez at 5,600, and you can put a, together a really good lineup. Jason, like you said, on the flip side, if you go Garrett Cole and Zach Grinke, you can have Altuve in the lineup. You can have Buxton in the lineup, and maybe your boy Pete Alonso in the lineup and still go with a twin stack with guys like Royce Lewis or Shola and Trevor Lawrence. So I don't know about you, but that's where I'm going. But what about you as far as sneaky stacks? Sneaky stacks, I think Kansas City, they're they're fairly cheap. They're in a good spot. Um, there'll be a guy, there'll be some guys there that I'm gonna look to target. Salvador Perez is out. So you get some value at the catcher position with Merrifield. You can go with Bobby Witt Jr. There's other spots here where there's value to go after Hunter Dozier in a good spot. So Kansas city kind of sneaky. That's a spot I'll look to. And then you've got, you know, a couple other teams here. I think that San Diego or Milwaukee, you know, San Diego is where I would lean here. House has been good, but he's not a guy that scares me. So I think San Diego can be sneaky. And I know we, you know, we, we just talked about betting on the win daily show on Sirius XM. I think the Mets can win. I like them to win. I got the twins winning. Those are my two bets of the day. I got the twins winning by more than two runs, two runs or more at plus money. The Mets winning at plus money. I fall victim to betting and, and putting up lineups with your Phillies. But this could be a day. We got to check the weather in Atlanta. If it's hot and it's humid, look, they're going against a second-tier pitcher. They heated up a little bit, and they're coming off a big series. So you tell me. I stacked the Phillies once this past week. They literally got, like, no hit. At least all my guys got no hit, and I had five of them in my lineup, so you know how that day went. But thoughts about the Phillies here against Davidson. Could they be a team that might be sneaky because nobody really likes playing these guys? Nah, they're they're such a streaky team, man. They really are. And I, I will tell you that I think – what was it? Do you remember what the over-under was with this game when we talked about it? I think it was seven and a half, right? Yeah, um, it's a low over-under. I believe right. it is. Yeah, it's, it's eight right now. So right. – and the Philadelphia Phillies are favored. So the Phillies will probably be four and a half, you know, to the Braves three and a half on a, on a team run total here. So they're the better side of it. You know, a lot of people will be on the Dodgers. A lot of people will still be on the Yankees against Jordan Lyles, remembering Lyles from the past. So I think, you know, the Phillies are in a spot here in a hitter's park. It's probably hot in Atlanta. They could be sneaky, but they disappointed so many times. They have those power righties too to go against Davidson. But you don't sound like, you're, you're confident that they're going to win behind Wheeler, but you're not too confident that they're going to hit this lefty in Tucker Davidson, who's got a 5.87 ERA. Not that best, you know, not that good of a starter here. 
Yeah, but it's a very small sample size, right? So that's yep. what I look at, right? I look I look at that. It's a small sample size. I look at the last game, right? You know, against Milwaukee, who is a formidable lineup. He goes out there and he gives you five innings. He only gives up three hits, no earned runs, strikes out three and walks three. So I think he's going to build on that. And the Phillies, you know, their first game on the road traveling, I think this is a three-to-one kind of ball game. I think that you know, you will get Wheeler to pitch that seven, possibly eight inning gem. Yes, I said it. I think he could go that deep. So I think it would be three one. So I would not stack the Phillies in this game personally. Yeah, I think St. Louis, another team. Look, Barrios has been up and down, up and down. He's got that that pedigree of being an ace, but he hasn't really showed it consistently this year. Look, Pools hit two home runs on Sunday. Yadi Molina pitched in the game. Cardinals swinging hot bats. They put up like 18 runs. So you want teams that are hitting, you know, hitting well. Barrios is not a guy that scares me. You're going to have to take shots because there's no clear cut outside of the Twins. There's really no clear cut. This is a team that's hitting well, going against a bad pitcher here. So don't be afraid to do some more one-offs. Check out our, our optimizer, windailysports.com. Our projection model has got two great articles going out every single day, pitching-related, stack-related. So we got a lot of time to kind of dissect things up until Monday night with opening pitch. But Tom, I'm going to throw out two things there. I mentioned it earlier. The Twins, they're going to win by more than two. And I think the Mets continue their hot hand and win as an underdog in San Fran behind a good game by Peterson. And those bats are awake. You got some bets, too, that you, you published on Sirius and on Twitter. You want to just lay them out before we head out of here? Sure, man. Final thoughts. I'll say the Phillies. I'm going to stick with it, not because it's biased, but I like Wheeler tomorrow against Atlanta. I do like it's minus 115 on the win. And I also like a plus money bet. I really like Colorado tomorrow. I like Chad Cole going up against his formidable foe, and that is the Pittsburgh Pirates. JT Brubaker, ridiculous. 18 hits, 13 runs in his last three games. The guy's just a, a nightmare. So I expect the Rockies to take that game on the road at plus 105. So they're my two bets for tomorrow, for today. Yeah, and make sure, look, make sure you check us out at Wind Daily Sports on our expert chat. Supposed to be a lot of rain on the East Coast, yep. you know, all throughout Monday. So we might have some games that have weather concerns with weather concerns. We got to worry about pitchers potentially in Washington and New York, maybe even Atlanta as well. So it's been a lot of bad weather coming in as of late. Tomorrow, Monday night, looks to be the same thing. So definitely hop in our expert chat and stay with us all the way up until game time to make sure we're not locking pitchers that are in bad spots that might get sucked into a rain delay. So that's the last thing you want into your lineup. So we'll be talking lineups all day long, all night long. We've been crushing PGA, DFS, NASCAR, NBA. You got some big series ahead. Talking some prop bets in our Discord chat all the time. Tone, let's get out of here, man. Let's have a positive start to the week on Monday and get us out. Yeah, man, listen, and don't forget UFC coming as well. So we got you covered on all bases. So make sure you hit the subscription. Everybody stay safe and stay healthy. We'll catch you back here next time.